welcome to Say Hi to Your Pets, the podcast about stuff. My name is Edmund. Um, in this episode, I will be talking about Chainsaw Man, and I will get to it towards the end of the episode. Folks, I am feeling terrible today. Um, I, I don't even know how much I want to get into it, but I, I don't know if this is a good thing to talk about about mental health. I, I know I know there's been a movement over I don't know however many years, but people are saying, no, you should talk about mental health. It should not be a stigma, blah blah blah. But there there's a reason why people prefer to go to therapy privately. There's a reason why people prefer to talk to, to pay someone to talk about their mental health issues. Um I I don't I don't think anyone would care but I talk about mental health because it I need to talk to someone and I have no one so um I I I do suffer from severe depression and anxiety and it's it's been rough I had a really really rough year right around when the pandemic started I I did get a lot better, but it never really goes away. You have up times and down times, and I guess starting yesterday into today, I'm having a really rough time, and there's re- literally nothing I can do. I am taking my medication. I guess I could schedule a session with a therapist. I haven't spoken to one in months or even longer than that um i don't i don't have any friends really not any and not anyone receptive to this kind of shite so there's nothing i can do i have to keep going to work because if i don't i'll starve and die become homeless um you you have no choice but to keep going I don't know if there's mental health. I did go on. I don't know how much I want to talk about this, but maybe we should just move on. <clears throat> Suffice to say, my mental health sucks at the moment, and there's nothing I can do. There's nothing anyone can do. I deleted Instagram off my phone, Facebook off my phone. LinkedIn, I know if you're listening, you might think, LinkedIn, who the who, who fucking cares about LinkedIn? Well, I heard that there are job opportunities and work opportunities, and there are ways to connect on there, so I was trying to get momentum on it, deleted it off my phone. I know it doesn't really matter, but um, I do this from time to time. Especially when I have a weird social incident with somebody else. I just want to get away from everything and everyone. It, I feel like... It, it feels like every time I... Because I doom scroll a lot and everyone acknowledges it and kind of laughs about it. But everyone doesn't. And I think it, is, it really is a serious problem. And I do this thing where... I would go on, this was years ago, because I I got off Facebook a while ago, but I would go on Facebook, exit the app, and then literally a millisecond later, I would be on it without realizing it. And then I stopped going on Facebook, and I would do that with Instagram too. I would go on my iPhone and search I, and then the first thing would pop up is Instagram. I would exit the app and then do it again without even wanting to it's a very weird dangerous addiction and i feel like every time i doom scrolled there's like a scratch that would go on my brain or a mark or a scar that would appear or a feel i would feel a mark on my brain and then after years of this it's like my brain is full of these marks or scratches and it gets so noisy and and chaotic 
and I, I need to take these breaks where I need my brain to heal. Just I need the peace and quiet. And it almost feels like I retreat to a farm out like on a ranch and it's just quiet for a few months. And I need that. I crave that. And at the same time, because of the addiction, I crave I crave going back to social media because that's what it does to you. It is an addiction. It sucks. And no one really notices. Um, what Last time I took a break, a friend of mine, I, I checked in with her. I was like, hey, how's it going? And she's like, well, I'm about to have a baby soon. I was like, oh, I didn't know. And she, she said, I thought you knew. She's like, I thought you knew because everyone thinks that everyone else is on social media all the time and everyone is for the most part. But when you take a break, you do miss certain things because you only interact with some people on social media, not outside. And I remember my one of my closest friends from high school, who I don't speak regularly anymore, I remember meeting her years ago. And she was, she had this dog and she like really loved this dog. And after, after many years, it popped into my head. I wonder what happened to her dog. And then I looked on her Insta after taking a break and her dog had passed like months ago. And then I felt terrible. I wanted to check in with her, but it was already months after the fact, not that she's over it, but and not that she was thinking of me like, oh, my dog died. Why, why isn't he responding? Like, it's just everything's weird. Everything's warped. Um, I just need to take a break. I just need some peace and quiet and some. I need to need to listen to some ocean waves or something. Some deep breathing for a year or something. I don't know. Of course, I'm going to start feeling that FOMO. I don't know. Um, I googled gaming news. The, I guess the biggest headline right now is PlayStation State of Play announced. So here, here are the three top, for whatever reason, Google gives me the three top results. Insider Gaming 21 hours ago, Push Square 4 hours ago, 9 to 5 Toys 1 hour ago. 9 to 5 Toys, it reminds me of this movie that Joe always mentions called 9 to 5 starring three ladies. And I, I don't know, 9 to 5 Toys is a weird name, so let's cross that off the list. I'm just going to click on push square because it reminds me of, of PlayStation. Let's see what they have to say. State of Play announced covering more than 15 PS5 PSVR2 games. You know, my nephews, they, they don't have the VR. They have the, um, what's that big wireless one? I can't think of the name. Um. VR headset. What the, if you Google VR headset, the third autofill is VR headset that kills you. Let's click on that. The science behind the VR headset that can kill you in real life. I don't have time to read this, but it's interesting. What's the point of VR gear that can kill you? Um, I don't know. I'm not going to read that now, but interesting. Thanks, Google. Maybe, maybe Google thought that <laughs> maybe Google was listening and said, you know what? Edmund needs a VR headset that could kill him. The, the meta, is that the meta quest? Is that what it's called? Oculus Quest. Did they change the name? I think they have one of the Oculus Quests. Um, I'd pr I tried playing it. It was kind of cool, but it made me dizzy. I don't know. There's no way around that. I get motion sickness. 
what, what is with it? Push square. What? What the heck? It doesn't. Oh, they don't tell me the games. It says the showcase will predominantly feature extended looks at Stellar Blade Rise of the Ronin. I just realized me talking about this is pointless because I am recording this on January 29. And State of Play is going to go on on January 31st, but I'm not planning to release this for like two weeks. So this really doesn't matter. That reminds me of a good Generator Gall quote that I think about all the time. Spoiler alert for Generator Gall, which I, I really think is a really interesting, underrated, never talked about anime. And it might be because it's the only the second anime I watched, but I really liked it. He go, this guy goes to read a newspaper and then the news guy news person is like hey if you read it you gotta pay and then the character goes one day none of this will matter i think about that quote a lot because i see internet arguments online over the stupidest sometimes over big things sometimes over the stupidest things and in the back of my head i'm always like one day None of this will matter. Um, I think I, I, I'm pretty sure I own Generator, Generator Gall, but I haven't watched it. I do like watching it in English. Um, Vic Mignana is one of the voice. And re regardless of all the controversy, he's, he's an excellent, excellent voice talent. Um... Mignana, I want to say Mignagna, Mignona, Vic Mignona has been less active in the voice acting industry in response to the allegations. Look, I don't, I've talked about it before, his, his filmography is endless. Um, his list of anime's dubbing performances ends in 2019. Animation ends, ended in 2018. Films ended in 2019. Video games 2016. Live action 2017. Um, I, I don't know the truth. I don't know him or anyone personally, but on November 2022, Mignana filed a petition for review in the Supreme Court of Texas, which was subsequently denied. Uh, my thoughts are, are now like, is he guilty? Is he not? It almost doesn't matter in the world of in the world because he he has now not worked since 2019 according to Wikipedia and maybe maybe he was guilty I, I, I don't know um, but he kept fighting it Denied any accusations of sexual harassment. Multiple accounts allege that he kissed, groped, and made lewd, homophobic comments to fans without their consents, some of whom were underage. Voice actresses Monica Rial or Ryle and Jamie Marchie tweeted their support for those speaking out and alleged that he had also sexually harassed them. Alright, well... Maybe he was guilty. It's a shame because he was very talented. Um, Generator Gall, no one, again, no one talks about. I, I really like it. I got a lot. Um, but I, I, I mean, I don't, 
there's no definitive thing on Wikipedia saying, yes, he was guilty. Yes, he was convicted. That's the thing. Like, I don't know. Let's let's move on. Let's move on. The show will be over 40 minutes long. Make it one of the beefier state of plays thus far. The latest of these reckons Sony sci-fi shooter Concord will be present. I don't like shooters. In addition to the likes of Silent Hill 2, Death Stranding 2, and Judas. What's Judas? The first thing I think of, obviously, is the um, betrayer of Jesus Christ. Sorry, no Judas screenshots yet. Thanks. Um, this article says nothing. It's like... It's like that TikTok video. So little effort. All you, all this article says is... State of play exists and it's happening. And then it gets a bunch of comments. And again, it gets me talking about it. But... This article is, is meaningless. But according, there's 116 comments, so that's why they that's that's why they published it because it doesn't matter. All you have to say is, "Are you excited about state of play?" Comment below. But um, P.S. This argue this article does nothing. Um, games. There was a Valentine's Day list of gamer gifts that I I can't find it anymore. What happened? Every upcoming video game remake and remaster gamespot.com. Persona 3 Reload February 2. I've tried playing some Persona games. I've never gotten into it. I think I think it gets compared to Final Fantasy. I'm not sure. Maybe Final Fantasy in a modern world. I I don't know. The one I played, I I just I I couldn't really get into it. Tomb Raider one to three remastered February fourteenth. Never really been into the f- franchise. Star Wars Dark Forces remaster February twenty eighth. Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons remake February twenty eighth. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, February 29. I am excited about this game. Um, I wish I could take time off just to play this game. The next chapter in the Final Fantasy VII Remake trilogy, Rebirth, is teasing an even bigger deviation from the source material. Oh boy. As it explores familiar territory and surprising new directions, we already know that the game is set directly after the events of Final Fantasy VII Remake and will end at a pivotal moment in the storyline, but it remains to be seen just how big of a departure that moment will be. Cloud's Party is getting bigger with the debut of Sid and Vincent Valentine, a trip to fan-favorite locations like the Gold Sosa is on the itinerary, and gameplay has also been enhanced with new moves to master. Dragon Quest 3 HD dash 2D remake. I've never played a Dragon Quest game. I heard that uh, Dragon Quest 11 or something like that. I heard it was the most accessible and possibly the gateway Dragon Quest, but I've never played it. Front Mission 3, not familiar. Gothic, not familiar. Max Payne 1 and 2, heard of it. Never played it. Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater 2024. I remember trying to play some Metal Gear Solid games, the older games. Well, I don't know if every game does this, but basically, he gets under a box, and if someone get if someone sees you, he goes. Those games are not for me. I don't like stealth games. It's, it scares me. I have anxiety. Let's move on. Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time. Riven, Silent Hill 2, Splinter Cell, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, The Witcher Remake. Um, 
every time every time i i pl- i play like uh, breath of the wild and i'm like what are the best open world games the witcher always comes up the witcher 3 i tried playing it on my laptop and my laptop was stuttering like a mofo so i couldn't experience it the right way paper mario oh boy Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door, 2024. 20 years after it was first released on the GameCube, Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door is making a comeback on the Switch. Like Nintendo's other classic games, this new version will enhance the timeless design of the original game with sharper graphics and will make the adorable cardboard characters stand out more than ever. The only... Paper Mario game I've really played and gotten into was I think it was called Super Paper Mario or um, Paper Mario Wii um, I really I, I think yes yeah, Super Paper Mario and it was on the Wii and I thought it was really interesting and really cool but I was reading that it was um it was a departure from other paper mario games so since that's the only paper mario i really got into it made me think that oh i don't really have a, f- a firm grasp on that franchise lollipop chainsaw repop summer 2024 braid anniversary edition april 30th Sam and Max, The Devil's Playhouse, Spring 2024, Beyond Good and Evil, 2024, Shadows of the Damned, Luigi's Mansion 2 HD, Summer 24. Let's look at, there's 12 comments on this GameSpot article. Let's see if there's any comments, because unfortunately, I mentioned this before with the B-52s, sometimes you can get information and some interesting tidbits or some interesting opinions in the comments. Sometimes it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, someone wants Xenogears. Um, I've I've never played Xenogears or Xenosaga Xenogears. I think I purchased the the one on Switch and I didn't play it. Someone just said, like a good game. Like a good game. State Farm is there. Is that that it? Dark Forces is canon. Disney isn't in my head canon anyway. I'm assuming he's talking about the Star Wars. Shadows of the Damned was a great game. Tried to purchase it when I saw Series X, but it was not available on digital store. It really was an underrated classic. I loved the style, the weapons were very creative, the bosses were inventive and memorable, especially the opera boss. And you could tell the voice actors put all their their all into it and loved every second of it. Was it silly, immature, full of plot holes? Sure. Plot holes? Sure. But good god, was it awesome. Shadows of the Damned. I don't... Shadows of the Damned. I'm not familiar. Um, third-person shooter, shooter, PlayStation 3, um, Legacy. Apparently there, there is or there might be a, a remake of Shadows of the Damned. Shadows of the Damned, Suda51, and Shinji Mikami's weird 2011 game that mixed action with not-so-subtle genital diff- references what is making a comeback in the future and that's about as much as we know as developer grasshopper manufacturer has kept a tight lid on this remaster since it was first announced long considered an underrated game full of tight action and absurd humor it's still great to see demon hunter garcia hotspur gearing up for a second shot at the big leagues as the original game was only available on ps3 and xbox 360 at the time of its release garcia hotspur that's a, that's a cool name. Um, 
I thought beyond... Back to the comments. I thought beyond good and evil was cancelled. Then someone replied, You're thinking of a sequel where they dropped a long cinematic at one of the gaming conventions. It went quiet and cancelled after that. The remake, however, is not trying to be some huge new game. It's simply a remaster. Um... Surprisingly, these 12 comments, they're all very um, civil. Even the replies are just like, very friendly, interesting. I, I think this is interesting. Um, or, or maybe there's already a mod, can't um, deleting all the controversial comments. I thought there, there was an article that said video game or Valentine's Day gifts for gamers. Um, gaming news. It's gone. Guys, it's gone. I'm never getting it back again. No matter how hard I try. Embracer lays off 97 people at Eidos, Montreal. Um, this is Google's weird. It like it, it changes the top stories depending on how many times I refresh. Valentine's Day gifts for Garmers. Let's move on. Oh, GameSpot. Star Wars Funko Pops. I hope my wife's listening to this. I will pay $10,000 to bet that she will never listen to this in either of our respective lives. Fog of Love. Never heard of it. A board game, apparently. Power A enhanced wireless switch controllers. That's actually a good idea. The problem is I I have a black wireless controller that I use sometimes and I like it a lot. And I play handheld most of the time. So it, that would be cool to have, but I probably wouldn't use it that much. Pikachu and Mew Admiration Flower Pin Set. Cuphead and Mugman set. Sega Genesis Mini, I have it. Razor Kraken BT Kitty Edition, Nintendo Switch Lite, I have it somewhere in this household. I'd have to look for it. Baby Yoda pop-up Valentine's Day card. Millennium Falcon Galactic Love t-shirt. Date Night in Flower Bouquet. I don't know what that means um sailor moon color pop collection game and watch super mario brothers i have that i've barely fucking touched that i was interested in that zelda one just to have but it's 50 bucks for something i will i'm never gonna power on spider-man 4 film collection Blu-ray Steelbook. That would be cool, but I, I have all the Spider-Mans already. Even um, Car the Carnage one, Venom, haven't cracked it open. I don't have Morbius. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. The Couple's Bucket List. Ten Comments. This podcast has been really kind of dumb and meandering, and I'm I'm at the thirty minute mark. Um, I just apologize for anyone and everyone. Barbie brouhaha! Why do people care so much about the Os movies Oscar snubs? Marvel's Thunderbolts. Geraldine Viswanathan. Replacing Ayo Edebiri due to scheduling conflicts. Despicable Me 4. 
I have I've only seen the first one. Um Oh wow, from Christopher Nolan to Steven Spielberg, 17 terrible movies by great filmmakers. Uh, let's click on that one. Shall we? independent.co.uk.uk Just give me the list. I don't <sighs> Pedro Almodovar. I'm so excited 2013. Robert Altman Popeye 1980. I kind of want to rewatch that. Just uh, I'm sure it's like weird and um I'm really I've heard of Robert Altman's name a lot, but I'm unfamiliar with I wouldn't know any of his other movies. I couldn't name one cuz I, I just don't know, but you know, Robin Williams, you know, we sounded like Porky Pig. Catherine Bigelow, The Weight of Water, 2002, never heard of it. Frank Capra, Pocket Full of Miracles, 1961, unfamiliar. The Coen Brothers, The Lady Killers. I, I thought Tom Hanks was in it. I believe he is, but the picture that they chose has Marlon Wayans and um, the guy from Whiplash. I, I'm blanking on his name. J. Jonas Jameson. That's his name. That's for sure his name. I've never seen Lady Killers. Francis Ford Coppola Jack... I did see, I think I saw Jack once, and it was kind of whatever. I felt I felt sad because at the, spoiler alert, at the end of Jack, Robin Williams is, he's graduating high school, and he's an old man. And then at the end, he like, goes with his friends, and he's, he's an old man, and he's like, Mom, can I go ahead? Mom, can I go hang out with my friends? And she's like, sure, honey. And he goes, yay. And he like jumps in the car and he has like a cane and an oxygen tank. David Fincher, Alien 3. I've seen it. I didn't like it. Boring. Alfred Hitchcock, Champagne, 1928. Unfamiliar. Peter Jackson, The Lovely Bones. Um, I've never seen it. Richard Linklater, Bad News Bears, 2005. I haven't seen either. I heard the first ones, the originals, a masterpiece. David Lynch, Dune, 1984. I did see it. I thought it was kind of overstuffed and bloated, but it is an, a huge book series, so uh, I don't know. Um... Christopher Nolan Tenet. I'm surprised, but not surprised. Look, here, here's what it has to say. Look, there's plenty to like about Tenet. The action set pieces, Robert Pattinson's off-kilter Christopher Hitchens impersonation. The sheer clockwork ambition of it all, but Nolan's time-bending thriller is also a mess, one that proved too complicated and goofy to win the affections of the movie-going public. It's not necessarily true. Um, Tenet came back... Not came back. Tenet was released... August 26th, 2020 in the UK and September 3rd, 2020 in the United States. I would say that's peak pandemic time. No? Maybe slightly after? I remember hearing on We'll See You in Hell that Tenet was the big... was kind of like the big movie to open up and bring people back to the movie theaters, but people were, were still scared, I think, to go to a movie theater in August, September 2020. I would think, because that was still big pandemic time. It was a time of uncertainty, I would say. 
The budget for Tenet was $205 million. Box office, $365.3 million. Um, it was the first Hollywood tent pole to open in theaters during the pandemic and grossed, oh, I just said that, making it the fifth highest grossing film of 2020 despite failing to break even. This this is what I don't understand um, about movie budgets. By the way, it says, since its release, the film has gained a cult following amongst science fiction enthusiasts and Nolan's fan base. Um, it says here, the budget of... It said it grossed 365 mil worldwide against a 200 mil budget, but it failed to break even. How, how does that work in movie industry math terms? I don't know. Maybe I should revisit Tenet. Um, I watched it. I was lost. I, I talked about it in the last episode. I don't know. Maybe I should uh, rewatch. I wanted to look up the top grossing movies in 2020 because that was pandemic time. 10, Shockwave 2, never heard of it. Number 9, Little A Little Red Flower, never heard of it. Number 8, Jiang Zia, never heard of it. Number 7, Doolittle. Oh boy. Iron Man's Doolittle was the 7th top grossing film of 2020. Sonic the Hedgehog, I get it. I actually like that first one. Jim Carrey is really funny in that first one, I thought. Tenet, number five. Bad Boys for Life, number four. Number three, My People, My Homeland, unfamiliar. Number two, The 800, unfamiliar. Number one, Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, the movie Mugen Train. Was that movie good? Um, it it marked the first time ever that a non-American production topped the annual global box office and set a number of box office records, including becoming the highest grossing Japanese film of all time, a title previously held by Spirited Away. Give me the... Reception. 98%. Maybe I should... Demon. Slayer. Mugen. Train. Is it streaming? Is it on Netflix? Um, it might be on Hulu. Maybe I'll check it out. I watched at least the first episode. I, I guess it didn't hook me because... Here I am a year later, and I didn't continue it, but um, let's go back to the list. Sam Raimi, Oz the Great and Powerful. I understand completely. I haven't seen it. No interest. No interest. Martin Scorsese, Boxcar Bertha. N unfamiliar. I've never heard of that movie until right now. Although anything with the the word boxcar in it, I am mildly interested in. Steven Spielberg, Spielberg 1941. I heard it was bad. I haven't, I haven't seen it. The Wachowskis, The Matrix Reloaded, 2003. Robert Zemeckis, A Christmas Carol. I'm surprised, um... The polar they didn't put the polar express on that on this list. Um, was that Zemeckis? I'm looking it up now. Yes, that was Zemeckis, and that's the end of the list. Let's talk about Chainsaw Man. Um, I had heard about Chainsaw Man. I don't know how. You know, it's by osmosis, social media, or whatever. You see the images. The image is interesting, intriguing. It it didn't really make me want to see the anime or anything. I just thought it was a cool uh, image. 
I don't know what made me want to watch Chainsaw. Well, it was probably after watching Paranoia Agent. I was in the mood to watch anime. And I follow the works of Susie Jung slash... How do you pronounce her name? Um, of course, it doesn't give me the um, phonetics. Let's just, I don't mean any district. Susie Young or Susie Jung, I'm not sure. I follow her works because um, she plays Yuffie in Final Fantasy VII Remake and Rebirth. And she did an amazing job. I She was at Anime Impulse. I saw her, but I... I wish I went and got in line, got an autograph. I didn't. But I know she played a voice in this. Un unfortunately, well, not really unfortunately, but I prefer to watch anime, anime with Japanese audio and English subtitles. I probably talked about this before, but here's the reason why. Th this is just a general thing. But anime is Japanese. It's a huge part of the Japanese people and Japanese culture and society. So when I see the visuals of Japanese of anime, it screams Japanese to me. And the a lot of the time, well, I can't say a lot of the times cuz I don't know that I don't know that many anime. But even in the in Chainsaw Man, it's the location is is um, Japan. I think they they go to Tokyo, Kyoto, and it's Japanese characters. So when I see everything visually, it screams J Japanese, and then and then I hear an English voice speaking. It's a little jarring to me. And I know that's weird. I know a lot of people maybe prefer the dubs. I, I don't. I do prefer the dubs in Cowboy Bebop because the first time I watched Cowboy Bebop, it was in English. And I think the English voice cast and direction is perfection in that anime. And a lot of Cowboy Bebop, to me, is it feels very westernized. Like, the first episode is an asteroid based on, like, Tijuana, Mexico, something like that. But I, that was just a brief overview why why I prefer Japanese audio. And then, like, the, the character names, real quick. Um, just give me the character names. Come on. Come on. This, this is bad for the podcast just give it to me oh boy it's not gonna give it to me is it denji uh and i i don't know if denji is a japanese name but if if you hear an english voice going my name is you yosuke kusaragi it's a little <laughs> it's a little weird to me <clears throat> anyway moving on I have an Excel list that I, because I abandoned Letterboxd long ago due to an ugly societal incident. So I don't use Letterboxd anymore. So I log everything I watch on an Excel sheet. According to my Excel sheet, I watched the first episode on January 27th. And then I watched episodes two through six yesterday, January 28th. And then episodes 7 through 12 today. So I binged it in three days. And one of those days, I only watched one episode. I really like this um, anime, especially coming off Paranoid Agent. And I hope I didn't come off too disrespectful in the Par Paranoid Agent episode. I just really didn't like it. And I wanted to be honest. But this one, it just felt like a really... A really solid, exciting, interesting kind of adventure. Not not really adventure. That's not the right term. But I I just really I really like Chainsaw Man. Um, 
the gist of it. I'm going to try to do it by memory. In the first episode, you have this kid, 16-year-old kid, who his dad had a lot of debt. The dad ends up dying. So the people he owed money to are like, you're they go up to Denji and he's like, you're going to pay off the debt. And you're going to work for us killing devils. And he's like, eh. And then he finds this little devil dog named Pochita. Or Pochita. Pochita. And um, the Pochita is injured. And he's like, oh, you're injured? I'll give you some of my blood, but you have to help me kill devils. So they make a little pact together. And then they become good friends and they love each other. And then at the towards the end of the last episode, they the people who hired him or are forcing him to work for them, they kind of feed him to these zombies or devils or something. I I'm kind of lost between the difference between devils and fiends and and zombies but so he's on the brink of death and then Pochita is like I'll I will give you I will become your heart but I want you to live or something like that so they kind of meld together Pochita becomes Denji's heart and then when he pulls on the chainsaw string on his chest he becomes Chainsaw Man, which he has a chainsaw sticking out of his head and out of his arms. And you've seen the the image probably. And then you're off to the races. I think that's the first time I ever used that phrase. I think it's funny. And there's a few episodes on this that I would only describe as horny as fuck. Um... There's also a word that Pat Walsh uses, prurient, prurient, which according to Google is having or encouraging an excessive interest in sexual matters. This anime is prurient or, as I mentioned, horny as fuck. I I was not, I, I didn't know anything about this anime, so I was... There's there's a bunch of subcategories of anime that I'm not familiar with. I'm sure the anime nerds out there are screaming it. But there's those animes where there's one dude and there's like a bunch of girls. I, I don't think this category... I don't think this falls into that category. But it was weird that early on in the, in the anime, he's like... <laughs> spoiler alert for Chainsaw Man. But he's groping this one power... Power's boobs. Power is a fiend. And Denji is groping her boobs. Should I say breasts? Um, and then later on, a few episodes later, he's groping um, Makima's breast. And then later on, he almost hooks up with... Um, him, Himona, Homeni, Himeno, um, and what I liked about this, and Pat Walsh has said this before, is that the action, the big plots, they only matter. If you care about the characters, the big plots, the the the, the big driven plots of the anime, of the movie, of the show, they only matter. You only care about them if you care about the characters. And at the beginning of this episode, you don't know anything about Himeno. And you see her and she has an eye patch and you're like, who's this? Who's this girl? And then in like one or two episodes, you they get you to care about this character immensely, I would say. And same thing with like Power and Denji and Aki 
And so this anime, even in a short 12 episodes so far, they really put the effort and take the time to make you care about the character, even if it's brief moments. And that's uh, that really stood out to me in this anime. I really liked it a lot. And the action of this anime is off the chain, if I say so myself. Off the charts, perhaps. Um, it really peaked for me in episode... Eight, I think, entitled Gunfire, and I don't know, it has, this anime has really great action sequences, to the point where I was looking up the, the producer, it says the series is produced by MAPPA, which stands for, I, I thought it was going to give it to me. It's not going to give it to me. I thought it was going to... Oh, wait, it is right here. Maruyama Animation Produce Produce Project Association. I looked up that studio and I was like, what, what else can I watch from them? So according to Wikipedia, Kids on the Slope, which I, I've heard of, and it was directed by Shinichiro Watanabe, who directed um cowboy bebop samurai champloo i haven't seen it yet terror in residence resonance also by shinichiro watanabe i've heard of it i haven't seen it um what else and they produced the attack on titan final season I really liked season one of Attack on Titan, and then I, I fell out of it. I didn't... I tried to watch a, a couple other episodes, and it got really heavy into the politics. I'm like, give me the action. Give me them fighting the Titan. So I don't know what happens after season one, but I was really hooked after season one. And I actually went to see the live-action Attack on Titan with... um my wife we watched parts one and two in a theater and i really like part one actually and it was panned by critics and audiences i did not like part two but part one was pretty cool um so i'm assuming there's going to be a second season for chainsaw man because clearly because of the manga there is more story to be told. And let me just look at season 8, what happens. Or episode 8, Gunfire. Denji refuses Himeno's sexual advances, remembering the night before when Makima gave him an indirect kiss through a lollipop. The next morning, Himeno forgot everything due to her being drunk and asks to become friends with Denji. Denji agrees to help Himeno get together with Aki if she could help him get help him with Makina Mak Makima. Meanwhile, the gun devil has coordinated an attack to exterminate the Tokyo Public Safety Devil Hunters as they are narrowing in on his location. That was a stupid way to say that, I apologize. As civilians throughout Tokyo use illegally obtained guns to kill devil hunters, Makima is shot while en route to Kyoto. At a cafe, Denji is shot in the head by the grandson of the Yakuza handler he killed earlier in the series while Himeno is shot in the chest. Aki tries to save Aki tries to have the fox devil eat the man, but the man reveals himself to be a devil human hybrid with the katana devil. Aki defeats the man samurai sword with the cursed devil's powers but loses to him after his partner Akane Satawari helps him up. A dying Himeno Spoiler alert. Gives up her body to the ghost devil, who manifests in plain sight and overwhelms the sam samurai sword. Akane uses the snake devil to consume most of the ghost devil, seemingly killing it and saving samurai sword while Himeno has disappeared entirely. The end of that episode was really cool. There were moments in this anime where I, was, I couldn't look away from the screen. 
where I was laughing because the visuals and the action were so awesome and amazing. And I I highly recommend Chainsaw Man. And this came out in 2022. So, I don't know. This is a pretty recent anime. And it was very cool. I I watched episode one of Spy Family. I thought it was fairly entertaining, but it didn't... I wasn't like a thousand percent hooked. I was just like, oh, that was funny. That was cool. I'll probably keep watching, although the 25 episodes is intimidating. I, I respect and I like that Chainsaw Man only had 12 episodes in the season one. Could I have gone for more? Probably. Yes, I would say definitely so. But it is definitely less intimidating than a 25-episode season one for Spy Family. Um, I don't know what else I can say. Um, I was a little confused by the last episode, episode 12. And... It's cool that they don't explain it, but at the same time, I got kind of lost because at the end, of, at the end of episode eleven, Aki confronts um, Akane, that girl, and she sicks the ghost devil on Aki, and at the end of the episode, the ghost devil is choking. Aki out and it's like he's about to die or about to pass out and then all of a sudden he has like this flashback of Himeno with the cigarette that she tried to offer him and then all of a sudden he's not in a chokehold and then the ghost devil is holding out her hand in a fist and she opens up the fist and it's the cigarette. And Aki grabs it and he looks at it, spoiler alert, and it says, Easy Revenge. I, I was, what happened to the chokehold? And then it flashes back where he remembers that the ghost devil has no eyes and she can only see by this, she senses fear. And then he's like not scared anymore, so he climbs on her back and then takes off her head. And then Akane is about to call the snake devil. And then the the girl I forget that girl's name, she's automatic like magically appears behind her. Also, she was kind of like meek throughout the whole anime. She was like weak-minded and meek and then all of a sudden she's like doing flips and defending Denji in that one scene. A little confusing, but definitely nothing to diminish the anime overall. Really cool, really fun 12 episode and season 1. I look forward to what comes next. Should I go back and at least watch one episode with the English dub? Maybe. Maybe. Just to just to hear what it sounds like, but and to to hear Susie Yung slash Young. Um highly recommend it. I, I liked it a lot. That's all I got. Thank you for listening. I hope you are all doing well. I hope you are all doing better than I am. Um depression and anxiety sucks and there's there are treatment options there's talk therapy there's medication da 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 there's exercise blah 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 self care da 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 but sometimes it really feels like there is nothing you can do about it and that's kind of the scary sad thing about it you just have to power through or not. Those are your two choices. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. 
Thank you for listening and say hi to your pets for me.